0: Some would say a couple weeks. In fact, most would say just a couple weeks. In deep space. In deep space. But, nevertheless, we persist. Just like some kind of horrible mutation. Some blight upon the earth. The raconteur collection continues to grow. Always evolving. Corrupting the hearts and minds of youth. (laughs) Of the youth. Just the youth in general, not any specific youth. Just the youth. In today's episode we got one all about Age of Empires, but of course, we got to catch you up for what's been going on for the past two weeks. Man, the two weeks have just filled with so many interesting things. And of course, today we are doing something a little special as well. I am joined by Jack. Hello. As always. And yes. as always, joined by Michael. I don't know if you guys know this, but Michael has been in every single episode <laughs> <Just> of <laughs> the Ractor Collection. He's been mostly silent for the most time. You know, speaking up in... I think the last time we actually heard his voice was in... May 2021 for the anime part two episode. Yeah, But he's here for every single one. Honestly, he just just doesn't have a microphone, so we just don't hear him half the time. He is talking, but we just kind of choose to ignore him. It's actually the same with Jack Henry, where Jack Henry's here as well, but he's just locked away. Yeah. So, without further ado, we'll start with Michael. Michael, how have you been for the past two weeks?
1: Michael, good to have you. Good to have you. Hey. Oh, you know, well, the the anime uh, episode... I felt it was really important to chime in. You know, I heard you guys when I was downstairs in the dungeon and I thought, you know, somebody needs to chime in on this one. But uh, most of the time I don't feel it's important to uh, to speak.
0: It's kind uh, of observing and listening.
1: Yeah. Uh, but once again, you all are traversing into a subject that I cannot ignore. So here I am. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been good. I've been uh, very good uh, getting through. You know, the holidays was somewhat rough. You know, uh, Lindsay and I got pretty sick and, you know, missed a lot of Christmas. But uh, it's been great, you know, kind of getting back into the new year, kind of, you know, getting back into the groove. And For um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Back at work. Uh, Did you do anything for New Year's at all or just kind of No, we relaxed? stayed in and we made a nice homemade dinner. And that's the, kind of the way I like it when it comes to stuff like that. Like New Year's is... It can be fun to go out, but I guess as I get older, I don't really care to do it as often. So,
0: I can see. I mean, I I I think I just slept through it again this year. I slept through it last year. Oh yeah, and the year before, I was like, woke yeah. up, you know, four in the morning. I gotta get ready for work. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year's. Yeah, midnight hit, and we were asleep by one easily so (laughs) yeah that's that was about the same for me i had to work the next day so i think i stayed up too late because i did have to open so i you know i think i would sleep at 11 woke up at like 4 30. (laughs) (laughs) don't get time to celebrate (laughs) it all and if you do um you know you won't be ready for Uh, work next day another year (laughs) yeah i mean very much so everyone This is the Racketeer Collection, as you know, and in case you don't know, the Racketeer Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time, usually hosted by Jack and Charlie, but today we pulled Michael out of the dungeon, the deep, deep
1: basement that we keep him in. It takes a long time to get up here, I just want to say. We actually told him about
0: this episode a year ago, and then, you know, he's just now making it back Yeah,
1: it takes several months of preparation Mm -hmm. and travel uh, without my teleportation circles, especially, uh, which you guys have robbed me of. It is quite difficult to traverse this large place that is the Raccoon (laughs) Tour collection. How much D&D are you playing? Not enough. enough. If I could, we would get back to our weekly sessions. Uh, Um, I miss them uh, a lot. But, um, you know, we, we play when we can, usually at least once a month at this point. You know, But I would like it to be more frequent. Yeah, for sure. But it's been giving me, and I'm sure Charlie, you time to do a lot more like world building and mm-hmm. kind of like building stories and ideas. So like now, like I'm ready for a one shot whenever, you know, I've got like 10 different ideas and a couple of one shots. Yeah. It's, it's been fun just to kind of, I don't know, be creative in that way too. So yeah, yeah for sure. But it was nice having you come over uh, the other day, actually. I was glad
0: to make it. It was actually a lot of fun. It was. So. Yeah. It was great
1: yeah. to have you there and um i feel like when people have the time for it you know they really enjoy themselves so um yeah i was like it'd be fun to have like laura come by and join in but
0: we just have ellie so we gotta yeah. be like hey mom can you watch ellie for the night or whatever well but, if
1: ellie wants to be a uh, necromantic wizard i would not be opposed to I having her love rolling dice but yeah yeah that's the fun part when yeah. it is yeah
0: <laughs> but everyone out there might be wondering hey you guys have been gone for a whole two weeks. We've been gone. Why is that? I can give you one simple answer. Work. That is the only reason why. The good old nine to five. Except we don't work Sometimes more than nine to five, it's, yeah. It's um, more like money doesn't five. grow on
1: trees. It's yeah. like five
0: to five. But, you know, of course, it was just work. Um, dealing with a lot of the same things I feel like a lot of people have been dealing with ever since the pandemic started is people getting sick, especially after Christmas and New Year's. You know, people get together. And I don't blame them because... At the end of the day, and I think at some point, like you have to be like, you know, we have to be human. We have to have human connection. And unfortunately, not everybody's on the same page when it comes to, you know, how we should handle the virus. I'm not here to say whatever you believe, whatever you believe. But that is the reason why. It makes situations like work chaotic when I'm like, hey, we're good to record Saturday. And then they're like, oh, Charlie, we got another isolation. Five people are isolated. We have another isolation. you got to work this shift. And I'm like, okay, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, I'm as pro. You know, get the vaccine. You know, get you know wear a mask. Please get the vaccine. Yeah, like I'm, I'm as much in that camp as it, like anybody else. But at a certain point, like yeah, like I have been frustrated uh, many times. You know, like I'm tired of it. I'm sick yeah. of it. I'm, sh- I'm sure everybody else is too. And. I think no. everybody just is struggling to like hang on to like some sense of normalcy and mm-hmm. you know it's just it's just a frustrating time, and like you have to live your life too. So it's like there are these like sacrifices of like I have to see my family, you know, like yeah, like what if like something happens and I don't get to see that family member again? You know, I can't let this pandemic completely take over my life, but you know there has to be like this weird balance and it's a strange time mm. for sure
0: oh yeah i mean i I feel the same i feel the same way it's always you know ever since the pandemic started you know uh what two years ago now yeah basically yeah yeah. just about um like i remember like that initial wave of like the shelves clearing because i was working trader joe's at the time and it was like (laughs) i was like oh my gosh like this is like actually horrifying like we don't have product we're not getting trucks right now Um, panic buying is real and like we'd have people come in and buy like Two full carloads, like $400 transactions, you know, because we didn't put any limit on anything. So people were just buying up everything. Oh, by so. the way,
1: if you're one of those people that bought all of the hand sanitizer in the hopes of reselling it for a massive profit, I, ho- I hope that you learned your lesson and still have a garage full of hand sanitizer. Just like people with
0: PS5s. Because you were
1: part of the problem, you know. <laughs>
0: exactly. But anyways, yeah, so it's been two weeks since an episode. And I will say Charlie because it was mostly because of Charlie. It was. So. It was. Yeah. No, but like, it's a, no big deal. It's also just kind of like it's hard to find time yeah. most of the time. Um, well, and and so again, it,
1: my travel was impeded up the stairs. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like when that it one day out. is
0: interrupted, the next day it's always kind of rocky because it's like, well, we weren't planning for that day, so something could change, and so yeah. then it just kind of gets pushed back again. But you know, I think um, we're gonna try to have some backup plans, possibly. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe we can. Maybe we should have released that one episode we never released. or like demo episode oh you know I'm that would about. have been weird like that would the, have been weird
1: like uh the spongebob the secret episode like, yeah, yeah it is kind of like that <laughs> it's an episode that no one's heard except for
0: like what three people that we send yeah. it to mm. yeah i think so that's also when the microphone i was using i was it was like backwards <laughs> because it, anyways fun time but yeah two weeks um i got my new job offer um it's actually like way better than i thought it was going to be too oh. it's like a 60 percent Gross Ooh. increase on my income. So Ooh. A nice. disgusting increase. It's yeah. gross. It's disgusting. Hey, no, but, but man, you deserve it. Yeah, it felt, it felt good, and the guy was like, "Hey, like I recognize your your work, and I have been hearing your name around." And I'm like, "Okay, well, finally, after yeah. like ten years of work, mm. name's getting out there." So there's that, and then I've been, um, you know, just trying to be more active, get my steps in. I'm still trying to get those 10,000 steps in, and those heart points, all that good stuff. I want to get like a Fitbit, because yeah. I think it's kind of nice. Um, other than that, playing a little bit of PUBG again. Been playing Prey, finally. Prey's really good. Charlie liked it a lot. Mm. Michael, you I like did, it too. I did. It's did mix it out. of Dead Space and Bioshock. Pretty okay. Yeah. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty stinking yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it since like last weekend, though, because I'm waiting for Jack Henry to be able to watch every session that I stream it. So mm. he was in Dallas Last night, so I was I streamed some PUBG. You mean in the dungeon? He was, um, yeah. The da- <laughs> Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Dallas, Dallas is one of our dungeons. <laughs> uh, of listen,
1: our dungeons. the the Tour dungeon is a very large sphere. Some would say it is even the known universe. I was gonna
0: say roughly the size of
1: the earth. <laughs> I mean, it could be
0: like you know a dimension <laughs> on its own, multiple dimensions on its own, yeah, multiple but dimensions. We all multiple know who's in control dimensions. here. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> just, you know, are we all caught up? Who needs to ca- get caught
1: up on two weeks though? Michael, do you oh, need to do no. your two weeks? I'm pretty caught up. I'm pretty caught really? up. I, I will know, say, we caught up. We caught up. One thing. Yeah, one thing to get caught I think we're all in a up. good place right now of like, we all have multiple games that we're into right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've all been kind of like gaming a little more. And that's been really cool.
0: Yeah. yeah it's, it's been fun to kind of like reconnect in that way. Cause I've, you know, I game with, uh, you remember Chris mm-hmm. online, yeah? I've been yeah. gaming. I play Vanguard with him sometimes. It's always a lot of fun. Jack and I will play Warzone together, um, and just having him coming coming in and like watching prey has been fun. Playing Minecraft for you guys like a little bit, but then also just on my own with Laura and with Ellie, it's been mm-hmm. a lot of fun and just kind of enjoying it more. It's been yeah. I think it's been a good time. Yeah, the past yeah. couple yeah. months, gaming especially, but I just, just think that's it. cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got two things before we dive into the Age of Empires. One, talking about Dungeon & Dragons a little bit, I 100% agree with Michael. I feel that it, you know, I miss the days when we were able to run sessions week to week. In fact, before COVID started, we had a pretty continuous run there where it was like, mm-hmm. what, almost a year and a half? I mean, from
1: level 3 to level 16 or yeah, so. Yeah, 16, 17, where we had... And you were not especially generous with the experience or anything. No, yeah. So... Where yeah. we had, and that was really fun to do something like that. But oh, I miss that. Yeah, but
0: I think I got the idea for a good one, and I kind of want to tease it here, right? Ooh. So I will, as, well, no, not as everybody knows, but I think as people who know me know, I've been re-watching Lost, and yeah. I was thinking, like, man, how good of an idea would it be to stage an adventure where you're like, oh, hey, this adventure is about, you know, you start on a boat, and you're sailing to some city, and you kind of set it up, in this way that's a little bit misleading, okay. right? And then you get into a shipwreck, and you're shipwrecked on this abandoned island. And then you have a bunch of NPCs you can interact with, things you can fight on this island, weird mysteries. And I was like, that's such a good idea, because that I think oftentimes with Dungeons & Dragons, especially when groups deal with NPCs, it's a little bit hard, because unless the NPC is following them around, it's like, you know. But if the NPCs mm-hmm. were somebody there you had to deal with, some people you had to be like, oh, well... This guy knows how to hunt or this guy knows how to track yeah. or this guy knows how to build things. Like all of a sudden you have that's to start true. like, I was like, that's such a good idea. And then Gotta like not to mention, a little bit more weird mysteries you could put mm-hmm. in and then confined on an Island, you know, cause an Island, I think often with dungeon dragons, people are like, Oh man, I need to build the whole world. But in reality you could be like, Hey, this is one district of the city and a whole adventure could take place here with all these different locales yep. and places because you just zoom in so much.
1: But yeah, that takes a very prepared mind too as a DM. Yeah, too. I mean, yeah, you can be really good at like on the cusp, be like, oh yeah, this guy's name is you know Fjord. He's It'd be a lot of here, preparing, you know. But yeah. it, I think it is how you DM too, because sometimes you can kind of force the players to like have to associate with certain mm. NPCs because like you know they're wrapped up in this political intrigue or something or another. Um, And it definitely helps to have, like, I don't know, like a wizard in the party with message and sending where you have actual communication between NPCs. Um, And I think that's, like, the DM style, too. And it's hard sometimes to put yourself outside of that and be like, oh, what, you know, is this just a lot of combat? Is this just dragging on too much? Right, right. (laughs) I will say, like,
0: on that... First session of that one shot. So it's a two shot session, basically. I was like, The first we, session of the
1: one shot. The first <laughs> session of the one shot that's going to be a two My shot. My one shots historically always turn into um, two sessions. I was it's like, fine.
0: This could be, obviously, in the right setup, easily like recordable. So oh, yeah, I think so. I was like, I was like, This is like a, this is entertaining. I think it's fun. Um, it's also, I had plenty of like funny moments people know, have a chuckle at. Oh, too. we have good banter. Yeah. And I think too with recording, that actually would cut out some of the, filler stuff where people start interrupting because you're so excited to like hang out and see each other that like you'll just go off on tangents if you knew you're recording you mm-hmm. might be a little bit more laser focused on trying to progress trying a to bit. progress because you want you know, Yeah, yes <laughs> so that, so that might be a good idea it might be fun just to test it out even if we don't even plan to those
1: 30. uh moments with henry uh where he oh, you know man. he oh, henry God. is uh you know, so funny when he plays D D with he us. Is. Cause he always like d- makes the worst possible yeah. decisions. Like <laughs> that was sad. I, and it's he does. like he does. He does. <laughs> and it's funny. I mean, in our first campaign, he and like I think this is the first time we played too. Yeah. yeah. He I was in a wooden house trapped in a spider web. Mm-hmm. He casts grease and then fireball. <laughs> And I yeah. mean, you know. To do what? To, to get you out of yeah, the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so there's just this, like, running thing with Henry that I love where it's like, and then he tried this time to be really smart and disguise himself as a guard to get out yeah. of jail cell. And that backfired on yeah. him. So there were some pretty funny moments. Uh, it is funny how I'm like, all right, I'm this <laughs> trained ranger. I'm like...
0: <laughs> I miss. And Henry's like, oh, I can to <laughs> grab this, you know, maneuver with his hand around the, yeah. not wake the guard up, deafen the dog. Yeah. I'm just like, excuse me, I can do it. Oh, the first yeah. thing I try
1: is horribly. Sometimes usual. the dice are a bitch, man. Uh, it,
0: yeah, it's funny with Henry. Henry always feels like he's playing his own game. Like, no matter who, what's going on, Henry's doing his own thing. Yeah, always is very. That and it, is true. it's great. Because yeah. you're like, You'll be like, and he's like, oh, I wonder if I can steal that. And you're like, no, don't steal it. And he's like, I steal it.
1: Or like, I'll drop <laughs> like, w- like, way, like, a bunch of hints. You know, yeah. Like, I kept hinting and he kept being like, no, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try and get another book. Or, you know, I think I'm going to push it. And I'm like, dude, they're just books. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> they're just sacred tomes. Which yeah. Who, who, who I was like, I guess this them. is a special book now. Uh, <laughs> but, Charlie, what's the, what's the
0: second thing you wanted to bring up? Yeah. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to bring up is how stupid. <laughs> you you kind of a, uh, yeah, exactly. No, it it's kind of a little subtopic before we get into <laughs> okay, Age okay. of Empires. Okay, okay. But recently, I watched the Marvel movie Eternals. Okay. When Eternals came out, people hated it. Bad reviews. Right? Yeah. I watched it, and I loved the movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I really liked the cosmic setting. Of course, I'm a sucker for that stuff, so I can definitely say I'm biased when it comes to some of the ideas where they're like, oh, man, there's these celestials, and they, you know... Spoilers for Eternals. I won't spoil it too much for you guys. No, sure. So yeah. and so they will like use planets and plant celestials and planets and need intelligent life to grow. So that celestial grows and eventually emerges from the planet and destroys the planet, but extends life across the universe. I was like, that stuff is awesome. I dig it. I might have to watch And then this. like the idea too of like the Eternals, like
1: people who live through
0: generations, thousands of years, I just think it's very
1: intriguing. But why does this remind me so much of uh, James Gunn's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's, his dad, you know? Yeah, with, no, with so him.
0: supposedly, yeah, so supposedly Ego is a Celestial.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's supposed okay. Well, supposedly a weird why it connection, because, like, the Celestials
0: <laughs> you see in Eternals are very different, right? and, like, the design of them is awesome. I mm-hmm. was
1: like, that's exactly what uh, his dad is, yeah. and, okay, cool. So, but
0: I bring this up not to necessarily talk about the movie, but to talk about how It seems very difficult now to release something and either everybody loves it and it's the biggest thing or everybody hates it. And I'm like, man, like, is there no in-between? Is there no way that you can, like, watch this movie? I wouldn't say Eternals is a great movie. I would give it, like, I don't know, like a 6.5 with the moniker of, like, hey, there are things in here that I think are freaking awesome that are Mm -hmm. 100% worth watching. Yeah. Is it an amazing movie? No. But, like, why are people so divisive? You know yeah, why are people just, yeah. why why can't you enjoy it? Because then you know I'm going through it. And I'm like, oh, let me see what people are saying about this. Oh man, this movie's boring. It's yep. dumb. Too uh, many. Woke Matrix things.
1: movie was the exact same exact way, same and thing. I actually really enjoyed it. And I've been just hearing so much trash about it on the internet, and you know I don't really get it because yeah. I I liked it. But well, and that's, that's the fine. Thing, that's the
0: thing too is it comes down to just opinion, and I don't understand why people are so concerned with other people's opinions, like the Wheel of Time series. So on IGN they gave the first. Three episodes and nine. I hated the first Wheel of Time yeah, episode. And I watched it twice because I was like, maybe yeah, I didn't like, Maybe I chance. should miss something. Or no, maybe I was... did not like it at all. I didn't like it. Matrix Resurrections. IGN gave it a four. And then on Discord, Michael and Jack Henry are like, that's really good. And Jack Henry especially is like. He's a movie buff. He's, he's a movie buff. It's like, very he,
1: different. He likes
0: movies. And like, I think he it
1: went such a different route with yeah. it than what anybody expected. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing because it's a little meta. You okay. know, it's it's actually very meta because like it, the way they phrase it is like the Matrix, like is a video game, like that. You know, like the agents have basically warped oh, Keanu okay. Reeves' character to believe that you know he didn't have these experiences, and then he created these video games, and that's like every, the world knows about the Matrix. Yeah, so then okay. it's like, mm. so then it's like, where is, like okay, how where does, is the line? Yeah, who's gonna even believe like this when it's a video game? You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it to me that's pretty high tier like story writing, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like I, I just wanted to bring that up because I was thinking was kind of an interesting yeah. thing that I don't people out there just need to chill out and like if somebody likes something and you don't like it, you don't need to hate them. Like it's not like why do you care so much about what somebody else likes or get enjoyment out of? Yes, you know? Charlie. Have you seen the series? It's on Netflix. I think it's called Lost in Space. Yeah. I watched it the like the first it? couple episodes. I like says? the robot and that cast. Yeah, of stuff? I like it. Like the remake of the old one. It's really good. Oh, there's Danger one? Will Robinson. Yeah, Laura and I yeah, are really Danger into it. It's re- it's it's really it's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: it's good. It's a little, you know, it's a little teen drama. But like, actually it's, it's, it's a lot teen. Drama. It's meant for like a very like wide audience <laughs> But it's though. good. Like, it's, I like it. It's meant to
0: appeal to like Like our parents have, like when we told like our mom, she was like, "I watched all the episodes, I love it. When's the next season?" So it's like you know, I think it appeals to a lot of people. But just let
1: her know it's out. The way they do the robots
0: (laughs) are really freaking cool, and then just some of the stuff they do in the later episodes is pretty cool. It's it's pretty stinking cool. So yeah, yeah, guys, we uh, could
1: go on probably forever about things we love. Yeah, we're about twenty-one minutes into the episode. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, oh, that's not as I thought we'd been talking for, for like, an hour. <laughs> days. I mean, you know how time works here in this strange yeah. place. Yeah, sometimes the, the time
0: dilation here is strange. <laughs> it's it's interstellar. It's starting stuff. to sound like a <laughs> tales of Ephemera. Episode. It's actually only been an ep- it's only actually been a week for us, but we know that because of the time dilation. <laughs> yeah. This will be coming out 2 weeks. So At least
1: that's what our computer says. Yeah, there's just yeah.
0: Something, we actually this we could be recording it a couple days early, but I I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Our, our dates aren't working here, so... Age... We're lost. ...of empires. Which the age of empires. Which age? The age of
1: empires. 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 So... Which empires? <laughs> there are numerous. There are, there are many ter- ages <laughs> of empires. <The laughs> many ages of the
0: But imbi- So we... Age of Empires is, of course, a special game and why? for all of us. You know, I think played as most of us played it as kids. Teens. Teens. And then, of course, it kind of stuck around. Jack and I had a little bit of a resurgence with it lately with Age of Empires 2. Michael played a little bit of Age of Empires 4, which just recently released. Yeah, which is kind of why we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. And so we did earlier on the Racketeer Collection, way earlier, back in some other false time, an art episode about RTSs in which we
1: talked about Age of Empires. You but didn't probably hear that, though. So You didn't probably hear that. You know, I, I doubt you listened to that episode. If you knows? didn't, you should go back and check it out. Yeah, we have out. a whole lot of episodes back in But the day.
0: since all of us have played Age of Empires, I was like, hey. say <laughs> a
1: video game.
0: <laughs> since all of us have played a video game. Since all of us have played Age of Empires, I thought it'd be great to actually go back and talk about it. And not only talk about the game itself, but kind of why we like it, you know. Because there are, as people know, many video games out there. Wait, Some really? would say a multitude there's, of video games. There's a few, yeah. <laughs>
1: there's a few, and
0: you, you know guys
1: left a couple of old PS2 games down there for me. There's a Jack and Daxter an game, F- I believe. It's, it's a Jack little and,
0: scratch. Jack but. and Daxter will keep you. No, well, actually, no. Jack Two and Jack Three will keep you occupied for What's that old a game called? Time.
1: Snowbound
0: or Snowblind? Snowblind. Snowblind? Yeah, the other one, one was Need for PS2 Speed two, two. Which dude, that's no. so freaking. I put it on for the music more than two. One on one, two on one, three on one. I "Ring God, that game, was, that game was great, man. It but Age of Empires. What's up now? Listen to Michael. It? We'll start with you, if you can. You scum. Reach through your memory. <laughs> you. Go back into the past. And what is it like? Your earliest memories of Age of Empires? It doesn't have to be the first. I mean, don't pressure yourself. Be like, oh, this is absolutely no. First. But like, yeah. what are your earliest
1: impressions of yeah. Age of Empires? What Here's a memory gun. Oh, i got edit, it i need to edit in like a. Uh, got it boom, 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 boom. <laughs> this is such an easy question for me because the first um experience i've ever had with age of empires was being at your guys' house when i was uh, much younger and i think this was like not your old old house this is probably like the house that was like kind of off yale or mm. but um that being said, like you guys playing Age of Empires, like you you guys definitely introduced me to both that and StarCraft, you know, like RTS in general, which, you know, in turn stemmed a lot from, you know, my Uncle Paul, uh, your mm-hmm. guys' dad. So I think like that is where it started for me is just kind of, you know, watching either you guys or even like we were when we were young enough, I remember watching your dad play, like with you guys. Like we would all just be kinda of huddled. I remember around watching you play the first Fallouts a lot. Like yeah. that was yeah, that's And it. it's cool because, like, as kids, we could just enjoy, like, sitting around and watching your dad play, like, a game. And, like, that's so funny. But, you know, I remember thinking, like, how complicated it seemed mm-hmm. and, you know, um, how involved. But it also it was, like, this really cool, like, oh, like he's building a society. He's you know? building a world. Yeah. 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 So that's definitely, like, my first, like, like, touch experience with Age of Empires is, like, watching you guys play it. And as we got a little older, you know, like, starting to play it, like... You know, we would usually, like, probably take turns or something playing a match, um, mm-hmm. you know. And then eventually, like, we would, you know, play maybe skirmishes together and God, stuff. I remember doing that. Once we were like, old enough for taking it. Taking
0: turns, and then we'd be sitting there watching each other, like, so what are you doing next? You yeah, know? yeah.
1: Like, you <laughs> stupid idiot. Like, like, we like we you, doing, didn't, you didn't put enough points in your archery, like, you know. You we were nah. doing Twitch before <laughs> Twitch was a <the> thing. Before <laughs> it was even just in TV, which was before Twitch. But anyways, go ahead. But yeah,
0: that that's it <laughs> for me. Tangents, am I right? <laughs> And, Jack, what about you? Age of Empires. Early memories, first memories. So, I mean, like Michael, obviously, I remember being into it when I was a kid, but I think one of of my most distinct memories with it is when I was still in elementary school, I had a friend named Eli, and we'd go over to his house after school sometimes and just sit there and play Age of Empires for like four hours, (laughs) Because he had, like, there was, like, a family computer, and then his dad had, like, a work computer. And yep. so we just sit there and just... Do local. We sit there and do local. Yep. You know, it was just yeah. me and him, like, fighting. I'd, I'd always be the Brins because I, I love the Longbowmen. I think they're so freaking good. Uh still are. They still, they still Holds are. Holds up. <laughs> um, I think he was usually, like, either, like, the Vikings or the Franks or something like that. So, you know... Vikings are fine. Franks are just kind of an inferior race. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, we're taking in, it. In, in, Age <laughs> in Age of Empires. This episode just got hot. In Age of Empires. Two <laughs> weeks ago,
1: Jack alienated all our German listeners this week. Yeah, <laughs> the Japanese are such trash. In <laughs> oh. Age of Empires. <laughs> <laughs> Made the Chinese. Oh. Uh, Let's be let's be uh, oh frank here. If we do, <laughs> let's be frank that I, it was unintentional. <laughs> Let's be frank here. Oh, God. If we, at any point, I mean to refer on the to episode. what sounds like a race in this episode, just know it is most likely it's, it, no, a it, faction it, it in is, Age of Empires. It is faction. And it there's is based no, on the mechanics of the game There is no
0: entirely. most likely. There is no most likely. I can say that the Britons are All horrible. Right. There's
1: always a chance one of us is a secret racist. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You could just be hiding in plain sight. That being said. That being <laughs> said. Yeah. <laughs> So, early matches,
0: playing local with Eli. Those you know, now that you bring up the name Eli, that vaguely familiar, like, I'm pretty sure I've met this kid before. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, we, but, we, we, all, we like, lost connection, yeah. like, in high school, but.
1: Yeah. Wait, is this the, when he come over to your guys' house, is this, no, I'm thinking of Brett. <laughs> oh, Brent, That kid. <laughs> Brent's great now, though, dude. Oh, cool. Okay. God, now. No, Good now. <laughs> Good.
0: No, he's always been great. I think he, he's really, like. He's like, well, you know, like an electrician or what he used to be. Yeah. And like he was yeah. playing what's it called? It's that dwarf mining game that's free on PSN this month. Um, oh. Deep Rock Deep Deep Space, Deep space Galactic. Galactic. That game looks pretty cool actually. Dude, it's he was playing it, I was like, Man, this looks freaking dope. You're like these yeah, dwarves yeah. like mining these gems, like storing these, like, these lines. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's actually, really cool looking. Didn't
1: Jack Henry recommend that?
0: I think he did, yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I said, he said it was Jack free. it's free. And then he was like I'm downloading it. Again. He was like, I'm going to download it. Charlie downloaded it. Charlie never replied. By the way, PUBG is free if you Dude, want to download yeah, PUBG I tell again. you, man, I have not oh, turned it it on my PC PlayStation person. in weeks. Like, I just I'm a computer have, I don't have anything to play on. Dude, it, right? I'll, I'll buy it yeah. from you. No, oh, no, I'm not going to hey, sell my PlayStation hey. for it. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then obviously I did some local co-op with my friends. I remember having uh, Felix and Gio over, and we do mm. local co op sometimes then. And that was always so much fun. But it was it was so great because you and I were like, let's build up these giant forces and attack. And Felix was like, I want to be in just like trade. And I'm like, look, I know. That'd be great. This is not Anno, the game with like you build civilizations, you trade like, you know, certain products and yeah. stuff. This is not that game. This is Age of Empires. You conquer, you destroy. You we know? should talk
1: about that point later. Because I, I do want to get back into that a little bit. Yeah. About yeah. like what... Maybe Age of Empires could have possibly been. Oh, I guess definitely. Or and like what it is now. Yeah, because the economical part of it I also really enjoy, but it is very lacking it in a lot of ways. It is. And it it's is more to... it, I mean it's a war game. At the end of the day, it's a war yeah. game. Yeah. It is
0: fun to have those like lines of just like trade cards going. You look on the mini map and it's just like a solid line of blue and like yeah. green yeah. going back and forth. Um, Charlie. Memories. Memories.
1: Maybe a chain of them. I hit you with the gun. <laughs> Memory gun. Morning's mind blowers. <laughs> Started screaming really loud.
0: Uh, um, you know, I struggle to think back to my first memories. I struggle to think. Playing Age of Empires. You know, I do remember playing a lot of like local co-op and stuff like that. But I think for me, Copying me, the early draw of Age of Empires was more so, less so the building of armies. But more so the the city building, the kind of, you know, you're building up an empire mm-hmm. aspect of it. I really... There is something in my brain that responds very well to this idea of, like, slowly building up resources. Like, getting that mm-hmm. engine going. It hits that dopamine and response, I think, you know? When yeah, and then you it. get the a farms are going. You have, like, a whole, like, yeah. a row of farms. You can get the upgrade to the next stage. You have, oh, you need more wood. You can make more yep. guys. And, like, the <laughs> constant... <laughs> The constant just like building of that engine. Yeah. Is, I think, what really attracts me to games like Age of Empires, like StarCraft. And so mm-hmm. that is really what appeals to me now. I think early on, it really was man, this game looks so cool. You have all these guys you're controlling. You know, you're not just playing one guy because a lot of video games, are just playing one dude. And yeah. So one dude, maybe two, you know. We different- have to take a little bit of a tangent here, but I mean, the only other game I could think of really from that era that you played were controlled multiple units, especially on like console was Freedom Fighters. Dude, hmm. Freedom Fighters was freaking... Freedom Fighters is a dope game. I man. forgot about I that. I want to play one. through that game I, again. I really wish it would get remade, but I don't think it will. <laughs> yeah. I think it would do phenomenal. It's awesome. But, um Well,
1: part yeah. of the problem there too is the capacity of the hardware. Yeah, A lot of the times to, to control that much AI. And that's actually, I think, what limited one and two when it came to Age of Empires, as far as your population went. Yeah. Because now in four, they you can make way. Well, more and even units. in well, Age yeah, of so,
0: Empires two, now you can set it to five hundred, yeah, and there used in to be bastard versions, like mm-hmm. in the definitive editions. Um, you can do more because I think they've kind of optimized it a bit better. But yeah, yeah I remember Age of Empires one. It was like either hundred or two hundred. I think it was a like hundred. I think it was a hundred
1: at first, and like now in it might be. Age of
0: Empires two. It was two hundred. Yeah. Three, I forgot how three worked, but three kind of. I think they brought in different units counted as like yeah. more population, right?
1: Yeah, it might. No. It did bring uh, that. Like siege weapons and stuff would count as population too.
0: But I think for me, the big one, you know, starting with first phase of empires. Of course, the startup screen. You got that war elephant. You got the little text boxes. And, oh. you know? <laughs> and then
1: I have to say, I
0: think the most. You know, of course, the most memorable. Part of Age of Empires 1 to me that still sticks out in my mind. And of course, I think this will be a lot of people's because the mission itself was very iconic. But where you start is the one monk. Oh, yeah, that's what I yep. Michael and the and remastered I, one. You know now. what I mean? Like you're walking along and you're uncovering all the yeah. stuff and you're. And that yeah. was awesome. I mean,
1: you go yeah. convert and all then, like
0: yellow. And-, and then the other thing I remember from the first one is, of course when you would do skirmishes and stuff, how dumb the siege weapons were. Because, oh, my God. Especially mm-hmm. the ballistas. ranged in general. The scorpions, because yep. they could literally be running away from you and then, like, turn 180 degrees, launch yep. a flaming bolt, turn around and keep going while yeah. you're following them. And it's, like, all the different catapults. That was kind of, like, a broken part and of it, I, I love like. to I love to picture that happening, but in, like, a real-life, like, <laughs> in a real-life situation where you push, see this push, catapult, push. And all of a sudden, the catapult spins around, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> ready to launch back around, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the guy's so just looking at you. No really preparation you. necessary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. did you see the catapult? <laughs> Jesus, and like this force like breaks the sound barrier as this thing turns yeah. to 180 degrees. <laughs> 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 it's like an anime at that point. yeah, if I had the power to animate,
1: I believe in two that chase blow, it it's not though. as bad. Yeah. yeah, a clubman going but, up towards it, and then. And then There's by the three, you had to assemble and disassemble <laughs> a lot of your siege
0: units, which but made I it bring, more convenient. I bring that up because I remember going from one to two. And this is actually probably the earliest memory for me, is that two felt so much more zoomed out than one did. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was, I think, the big thing for me. I mean, two is the one I definitely played the most of. I think three we actually played a decent amount of when it came out.
1: Oh, for sure, we did. No, but two two takes the cake. Two, I mean,
0: that's where, you know, I fell in love with, like, the Byzantines and, like, their walls and, like, their their cataphracts. Of course you mm -hmm. like the walls. I do like the walls. I'll have to say, like... Walls are nice. Charlie's a big fan of walls. If you're I'm also mean. a waller. And the thing is, <laughs> he likes making the What's unfortunate borders, about you know what that mean. is, especially as I've gotten older, you start to realize they're like, you don't want to waste your resources on walls. Like, ideally, you want to use your stone to build castles. Sure. To... Do this for upgrades. You don't want to have to build walls at all because if you have an army, that takes it's way better than a wall. But I always like walls. Like, I like knowing, like, hey, I'm at this side, I'll know if somebody's coming, I'll be safe. I will say yeah. one like the resurgence that Charlie and I had with Adrian Empires was he and I on, uh, it was like you couldn't build in like deep water, so you couldn't build mm-hmm. docks or anything. And so it'd be like four AI on the bottom versus me and try on the top. And so we'd spawn in and try like, I'm rushing to like that middle landmass, the single landmass you can cross. Right. Building a wall. And then like, the AI just sends so much at the wall. There's just too much. It's it's so freaking And your villagers
1: can't fend for themselves like or anything. Oh yeah. They just, but it's fine because
0: we would set the AI very hard. And so like, they would just be assaulting these yep. walls,
1: and we'd be holding yeah. the walls.
0: They but would break through one. We had a like backup and one and two. And Charles like
1: sending units
0: at you. And yeah. like, so I, I need many. backup. And my longbowman, <laughs> you know, across, you know, however many yards, and yeah, I will horses say, coming walls in, have
1: saved my butt mm-hmm. so many times and giving me that extra time to like move my army. Dude, if you have extra, those
0: palisade walls can help you a lot in the beginning. Yeah. if you can, you know, micro it.
1: Yeah. Well. And I think in 3 and 4, they really improve a little bit on the wall mechanics in the sense of, like, it's a little bit more accessible earlier on, you know. And, you know, it's really hard, you know, depending on the map, too. Like, you know, sometimes your map is, like, really great for a wall build. Other times, it's, like, super open. It's like, I'm not going to waste my time with that, you know. So,
0: Jack, I want to ask you a question here. Yes, sir. Thinking about specifically, we'll move on to 3 and 4 here in a little bit. But thinking specifically about 1 and 2... When you start playing these games at first, you know, what kind of game modes do you like? Because I have and always center around one game mode, right, that I like to play. But traditionally, if you play like a standard game, there are like some extra things like building wonders, which will actually end the game. And it's so interesting that that is such a strong mechanic that it's like, oh, hey, this is like the standard way or this is the... Yeah. I I'm I'm a fan of just the death match where like you have to kill you have to just decimate the whole Everything. enemy team not like build a wonder I like building wonders just to be like Flexing. I've started it yeah I just flexed just flexed I it. have I it. three yeah. wonders but that's weird like, you flex know. but okay <laughs> very expensive flex but okay that's what everyone thought in the. The Egyptians are building the pyramids they're like okay like <laughs> you can do that i guess but
1: yeah. i love it how it tells you too that like the other person's like started building a wonder Dude, this sound and, and it gives you this like oh yeah sh- I, like, I, I, I gotta go oh. you
0: know yeah and so i will say that is something that playing especially the first one and having like the countdown timer to where because what they complete the wonder and you have so many years to destroy yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. I do like that aspect a lot. It makes me want to kind of... Ex- Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. because it, it gives you that time limit, mm-hmm. which often if I'm left to my own devices, I kind of just like... I'll run the game. I'll run the game. Yeah. Like I'll mine yeah. everything. I'll set up I, the I optimal love, thing. Yep. I almost wonder like it'd be kind of fun to experiment that with the computer to see what happens when you break their wonder because they usually kind of go for that as fast as they can. If you break their wonder, if they'll retaliate or they'll just try to build another
1: one or like what the computer would really do it depends on um, the game i think too because like now in four they like way more like obviously center it in like their city center where like they've got armies surrounding every other part of their town so if you can't like get into the town and like take part of the town out you can't get to the wonder you know i will say one
0: thing that try and i have been exper- experimenting with more now that like we're obviously older we're wiser we're way smarter um <laughs>
1: And really super, really super handsome smart. too.
0: Um we're on that Elon Musk vibe. <laughs> um no, it's just like actually like really trying to be okay, what forces counter what?
1: Yeah. You know, mm. be, okay,
0: like now, as I've gotten wiser, as I said, and older, more handsome, um, pikemen are like actually like amazing units. Oh yeah. like Hellbeaters yeah. and pikemen. Oh they're so cheap, too. they're, they're actually so cheap one of their units. So good. Like two two of those guys will take out a paladin. Insanely fast, very you know? underrated infantry. Unit. Same with like skir like skirmishers, less so. But like if other if against other archers, they're like super good. Like yeah. that's how you counter longbowmen. Yeah, that's how you counter well, horse archers too. So I think this is the perfect transition point because the yeah. one frustration I have about yeah. Age of Empires One and Two is that I feel unless and I am not good at this, so I could just be for people who are good at this, they might be like, well, I mean, you just have to get better. Get good, son. But (laughs) get good. The (laughs) microing of units in Mm -hmm. combat and controlling like the units' AI because the units are dumb and they'll pick a target and they'll keep trying to go after it even if they can't hit it. And then the AI is smart enough to be like, hey, archer, turn and shoot, turn and shoot of every single one of their archers. Yeah. And I almost wish that there was a way to be like, okay, hey, listen, horseman, you're going to target so-and-so units, if they go outside your field of view, you'll target someone else, and, like, mm-hmm. kind of set that beforehand. Almost like, what? what's it called in Final Fantasy... What, like, 12? The, the Gambit or the gambit system. The Gambit system, system. Like a yeah. system, like, if this, then do this. If that, yeah. that'd be kind of cool to be able to, like... But I feel that... I played a lot of Age of Empires 3, the campaign, and I feel like the structure of that got better, you know? Because everything, everything's a lot more ranged, and so, like, you don't it's have people, like, being, like... Do you like, think that's the reason <sighs> why? Yeah, I think so, yeah. because that's why like i really want to go back and play three again but like, probably get paid is i'll probably buy three and you know do that just like
1: i think now you can get a suite with like all of them and oh, i don't yeah. think it's that expensive but if you already own like one and two then maybe it's not cool. yeah, yeah i wanted so,
0: to kind of take that and like toss that back to both of you guys jack we'll start with you well, first so like, what you, what you know do you think i know about? how to do you know like the control one control two con- you yeah. can control groups of people and mm-hmm. so i've been trying to do that more when i play and try to have like splinter groups okay this is like a group of like i'll have like one two three four five six be like two horsemen that are like meant to okay go after this this so i hit one attack this two attack this like go after like siege weapons and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i've been trying to do that more but like because it's new to me um it's so hard to just kind of in combat be like okay do that i do this do that not like manually go in click you know do that like i'm so bad with like hotkeys and everything so it's Definitely, like skill you have to learn um, and pick up as you go along. Michael?
1: That is like it's just another thing to worry about. And like with Age of Empires, you've got so much going on already. Like the control group thing, like yeah, it's there and it's and that's cool and it's great, but it is hard to to do that. I've never really been able to like master that either. And uh, even when I did do it, it would be like I would just shoot myself in the foot a little bit yeah, by cause... like having this group stand ground and then like. I'm focusing on something else and then something starts happening over there and they're just standing ground. You know, (laughs) it's almost just like a whole other level that you have to work on and be aware of because I would rather my units defend themselves than not, you know?
0: Because the only success I found with this is when I team up with Jack and then we can, Jack is controlling a whole other set of units and so I can be like, all right, I'm pulling my units out. Jack, you go in, I'm going to circle back around. You can actually flank." flank. You can actually flank and do stuff like that. And so... Multiplayer was able, you know, I was able to do that, but you know, whenever, whenever I see, and this is mainly, I think, in terms of StarCraft, like prope- like professional oh StarCraft players, you it's watch unreal. them play the game, and professional Age of Empire players, yeah, it is like they're like I'm savants. Like, dude, I'm like, am I good at this game? I'm like, I feel pretty competent at Age of Empires, and then I watch somebody like that play, and I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah they there's
1: savants at it. Like, there's this one guy who is like.
0: I watched him for a little bit. I forgot what his channel is called. But he was like, I'm going to go against, like, the hardest, like, three of the hardest AI Age of Empires. And, like, he was able to win. I'm just like, "It's I yeah. can't do that. Like, I was like, I am I can beat the hard AI. I'm yeah. pretty good. And then he's like, I'm going to go against three of the, you know, very hard yeah. AI. And I'm like, Depending okay. Depending on ooh, which game, like too,
1: sometimes it's actually beneficial to you to have, like, more than one hard enemy. Because they kind of, like, whittle at each other while you're doing your thing. Yeah, and you just hope you can stay out of the way long enough. To yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. To um, I, I
0: think it definitely is more of like a trained skill that you kind of just yeah. have to be dedicated to learning. And I know that I don't have the patience to stick with that sort of thing.
1: Well, there's playing a game and then there's really going hardcore into a game, like being like competitive. At yeah, a game. there's hardcore wow players. And, you know, yeah. I think there's just a separation How where you it's be like. you're a hardcore wow player, you know, you just play it more than everyone else. I mean, that, but also it's like you're you're always there on the forums, you're always ready to like with a dungeon like there's just this level of like jumping into a game that is beyond what like maybe i would want to do as a casual gamer you Mm -hmm. know and i think like for me there's too many fun games to play to like just sit there and get so good at aoe and just be so competitive about it and be the best like i don't care
0: about that i think the last time i felt that way was when like fortnite was like pretty new Mm -hmm. and i was like in the top ten because I was like looking into this. I was like, I was like in the top ten players like in Oklahoma for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. a couple months goes by, and I'm getting so big, and I'm like, you know, I don't know, I can't build it, I can't keep yeah. up or anything. Like that no, I was that, like, I was gonna say exactly. That's when cool. Fortnite dropped me when I would be be like, oh man, I'm gonna build a ramp up and shoot at this guy, and I oh, shoot sure. at this guy <laughs> once, and then they this immediately girl. build a tower, and they're like, they've immediately killed me, mm-hmm. done a 360 over my body, built another tower, and then like run off. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, well, that like, there's <laughs> me. <somebody, laughs> I'm like, man, I wish all these games were coming out when I was younger, dude. Like, I, I, I like when I was born. Yeah. If I was born like in two thousand, so like in high school, like on like end of high school, um, when like Warzone came out, that'd be like my life, dude. Yeah. just like I would be yeah. doing nothing but that, and I'd be so
1: good at it, but. <laughs> But yeah, I think there is like just that like line where it's like, oh, I'm going to you can jump into it more, you know, go like full in or like it's totally okay to like stay behind that line. And for me with Age of Empires, that's what I do. I like I like to skirmish like I like to play a game like if I'm going to like, yeah, I would like to get better at it. But, you know, if it's just going to like frustrate me and hurt my brain and pushed me to a level of not enjoying the game. Like, I don't want to really want to go there. No.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, I like, I like doing, like, the shift-clicking, build multiple houses. Like, I like kind of doing, like, a few basic hotkeys. Like, click on your BB to build the barracks, you yeah, know? yeah, I'm like, I can do that. Like, that's fine. But when it's like, oh, what's the hotkey for, like, going, like, the special construction build, the temple? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I know the houses. I know the barracks. Right. That's they are
1: it. especially useful in some situations. But I like, like, also just kind of, like, seeing manually. what's going on in Age of Empires and like oh reacting you know like and that's what I I like think my do. favorite part of
0: I mean obviously we can kind of get into how how 4 is different but just like in 2 especially is just like Troy said that slow build up and like the feudal age is like your time to like start thriving mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you upgrade that you get the farms you start making farms and then like yep. you okay I need more woodsmen you have like 20 woodsmen that's like hacking away and like just like termites at like you know these lines of trees you have like 15 farms going you have like you know okay make new farms make new farms and then like you spawn 12 villagers to go out start mining stone and they're like gold or whatever you know what i mean like you kind of start just Mm -hmm. growing your whole
1: civilization it can change so much depending on a game like you know in any skirmish it's like okay like this person's just sending knights at me like i definitely need to start like doing this and so it's such like a reaction game and i think that's cool too I wish sometimes it would surprise me more in one and two especially, but yeah, I think that that's the fun part about it is like okay maybe you have a plan for going in in this certain game style, but then you know you're gonna have to like change that strategy, you know?
0: Yeah, and so I think one of my so Michael, you're the only one here with like Age of Empires four experience.
1: Yeah, so not my biggest lot, thing is
0: but- from the get go, what is like immediately different about Age of Empires four compared to say two?
1: Well, um, booting into it, much like 3... There's music. (laughs) No, There is music. Um, It is a game. Much like 3, you know, you kind of go into it, and it looks a lot like 3 in some ways, like just kind of the way it looks. But you start kind of like doing stuff with your villagers, and you you start to kind of realize that there's a lot of nuances that have been changed or thrown in And 4 um a lot of like you know like now when you indicate a villager to do something you know you got like this like gold ribbon and a beam so that it's like it's almost like telling you more and making it more clear like Mm. what you are doing and what the villagers are doing what their path is that they're taking Hmm. uh, things of that nature um you have a little bit more uniqueness when it comes to the factions um the mongols uh specifically like is a good example it's like a pack up society you know all of their buildings can be packed up and moved but it's like used in such a nice utilized way that it makes sense you know and and so you have this like kind of like mobile like town army you know and their horse archers are their main unit that is the most effective being able to you know fire arrows at enemies that are chasing them while they're moving which is oh that's cool very cool um, so, and you know, that's very unique. It feels different from the Brits, you know, where you have your longbow, you know, advantages and you even get, it's, it's not necessarily like, cause you have, you know, normally your ages, mm-hmm. you also have this like extra layer in four that has an introduced sort of like a, um, when you advance, you can kind of choose a path of like, oh,
0: okay. So kind of like civilization where ex- a you can little choose bit. like, oh, Hey, you're going to go down a more like. Diplomatic, you know, diplomatic, yeah, road. but it's
1: a structure typically. Okay, okay. so like uh, in this instance with the longbow or with the Brits, I think one of them is a building that constantly produces longbow men for free, or oh, okay, uh, one that like gives you different buildings that you can build later down the road, mm-hmm. you know. So you get these like kind of like every time you level up your age, you you get to kind of choose a little bit more speci- special, Interesting. So like you have,
0: you know, you can have like a more Specialized like you know, like you know like British yeah. kind of civilization, or you can branch out and kind of take advantage of whatever other technologies they have, rather yeah. than just like oh, this te- like in Age of Empires II, the Vikings don't get this, but the Persians do get this, or yeah. whatever. you know And it's that kind is still of just, part of it,
1: you know, like yeah. the Chinese like have access. They all have access to unique units for sure. Uh, all of them have at least five units that are unique to that society, but. Like the Chinese, one of their siege weapons is the nest of bees that we had kind of talked about before we started, which mm-hmm. the know, whole is watch super effective against groups of infantry. Right. You know, which you never had really anything like that in one and two. Yeah. Um. You know, some are capable of making trebuchets. You know, a couple are not. Um, the Abbasid dynasty, which is like kind of like a Middle Eastern society, they are able to uh, do all technology upgrades for free, which is pretty neat. Which is very cool, yeah. It's it's very, very slow unless you build a number of mosques and fill them with Mm. priests and, and you know, speeds up. You know, so the the civilizations themselves feel more like what you're going to play the game like. You know what I mean? Like if you wanna be a rusher, you're probably gonna go with the French because they can get their cavalry out really quickly, Mm. you know. Interesting. If you're going for like more of like a economical route, like the Abbasid Dynasty is great, Chinese is great, the Chinese can collect gold from all of their buildings.
0: Hmm. Like
1: they have like a different villager unit that just goes around and constantly collects tax revenue. You oh, okay. know, so there's, like, okay. these just kind of, like... I feel like they have, like, meta games almost. Nuancing. Yeah. 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 And, it, and it feels like three in a lot of ways, like, the animation and, you know, buildings start blowing apart as right. you're attacking them instead of just, like, turning to rubble, like, yeah. in one and two or something. Yeah. Um. Are you able to rotate buildings? You can. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. getting it tonight, baby. No. You can rotate buildings. It's cool as you build your town up, and and the paths kind of form themselves. And yeah, that is cool. That's everything cool. feels a little bit more intuitive, like in four. It feels like a nice refinement of like taking two, because it's mm. very much in the two like timeline. Like it's a castle age game. There right. is still like gu- some gunpowder units, like early, like yeah, but it doesn't go to like that like you know, 1700s, like, right. timeline or right. anything of, like, three. So it's really, like, two, but, like, on steroids in a lot of ways, you know? Okay. Interesting. So, and then the campaign, I think, is almost identical on the Brits two two, actually. Okay. Yeah. So that, cool. that was pretty cool because <clears throat> I was like, I know this campaign, but it looks different. You yeah. Know? I remember playing a lot of...
0: It might be the British campaign. It's probably not, though, but just the one with... Uh, Oh shoot. And Asian Pirates 2. It's the um it's definitely not the British. You're playing as I don't know what you're doing. You are not right no one you guys can help me out here. Uh there's a lot of campaigns. I was gonna say William t- Wallace, maybe? William Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Oh William Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. I was like, <laughs> I I was like definitely. Like, 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 oh, like, yes. early... Yeah. Okay. But I remember like playing through like that campaign and I was like, that's like the only campaign in Asian Pirates I've really had experience with. I haven't mm-hmm. really delved into the campaigns that much
1: a lot of them are kind of dry in the first couple because
0: like i know some of them are like hey this one's like based on like real historical like records mm-hmm. or whatever but then other ones are just kind of like you know siege this in a certain way or right you know yeah. do this like basic thing and then beat the enemy it's like
1: oh get three sheep okay cool now defeat the bad guys you right. okay well it's kind of a jump, but okay. They go full tilt with the history in the four, and it's actually yeah. really cool because every time it's like this was the actual battle at Versailles, and it's like real life drone footage of Versailles, and then all these gold like lines and outlines of like the old buildings and the old soldiers like coming up to the city where they would have been.
0: That's pretty cool. And
1: so they like mapped out all of this stuff, and I think it is awesome, you know. And they actually used. Uh, If I'm not wrong, they used Age of Empires game data to help restore, like, Mm. the building, the Sistine Chapel that burned down? Or is that another game I'm thinking of?
0: That might have been Assassin's Creed. I think it was Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed mapped out everything for, what, Unity? Right. Right.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is cool. But they definitely did some of that work. They got a lot of... Video games are doing good, man. Yeah. Yeah. But like the four campaign feels so good and it is very historically accurate and you go through like every phase of like this is when they siege the city and Right. Okay. You know, all of this stuff. Um, you know, one cool thing, you can put your archers up on walls now.
0: So Oh like actually
1: like they shoot through what are they called? They're called
0: what are they called the parapets?
1: Yeah, they get like half cover when yeah. they're up there. So they like it's like way harder for like enemy units to like hurt them and it's pretty cool. Like just little features like that that Makes sense, and it's like, wow, well, right? Mean, like, so, that makes like siege weapons almost like
0: way more you have to use them like more as siege weapons. Because I remember, like, the computer in Agent empires 2, especially, would just be like, Yeah, oh, like, or yeah. they call the ongles or whatever, they're not called catapults, whatever they, they're called. Oh, uh, they yeah, go, whoom, and they just like throw, like, a again, like, the this, this stupid siege thing of just like throw, retreat, throw, yeah. retreat. And that was like three of them, so you have like a group go after one, right? And then like, there's
1: another one, whoom, and then they're like. Oh my, it's so yeah.
0: frustrating. It's yeah. almost
1: impossible to defeat a siege unit in four or two without infantry. Like, impossible almost, because like your archers do almost nothing to these siege weapons. And the infantry outside in the field can build uh, battering rams and Ooh. trebuchets on the spot. Like, That's they can actually cool. build siege As weapons. Is cool. Yeah. So, do you
0: go
1: for me? yeah, it's, it's, annoying but you know it's it's cool um
0: i, I will say enterprise 2 it's so fun to have like a whole i forget how many units you can have like in one like box but like having max unit you can like of like longbows you just put them on the edge of the city all mm-hmm. the units start trying to come to them and they just yeah it's like a wave of arrows and so like oh the battering rams will like try to be escaping and just boom their health, boom, like chunks go away. But it's just it's one damage each arrow. But and that's the so cool many thing. And there. four,
1: you could put theoretically line all of your walls with just a, a ridiculous amount of longbowmen. You know,
0: but Be unstoppable.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, again, you gotta like balance that population because you never know what the enemy's sending at you and with Age of Empires that's like one of the cool things it's like I might be expecting a bunch of infantry a lot of times that might not be what they send to me yeah you know? right <laughs> so. but then all I have is like
0: I'm like our dad will use these units the petards the guys who are basically just like you know they have the bombs to go up to it and explode yeah
1: other oh, grenaders
0: yeah yeah like well you, you just like you know you can just like send like a line of those guys behind infantry so like their units are attacking the infantry and they just mm-hmm. go they just walk to the castle pow! Yeah, he's gone, and that's like super effective, actually. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I mean, a- if we remember man, uh, the oh, yeah, historically man. accurate movie Lord of the Rings: Two Towers, traditionally oh, yeah, that actually happened. You have <laughs> tradition. I always joke about that. It's like the one orc that Legolas can't insta kill is yeah. the one guy who's charging at the wall with the thing. He shoots him in the shoulder, and I'm like, what are you doing, Liglis? Like, I've seen you murder. Yeah, okay, no. Literally, like, ten <laughs> minutes later, you're sliding down the stairs on a shield. <laughs> yeah, like three, yeah. Like, three orcs dead. On I'm an like, elephant's trunk. <laughs> like, no, this one guy with the torch, He can't, Nah, nah, you can't get him. Yeah. Can't even shoot the and, torch out of his hand or anything. To be
1: fair, that orc is tough as hell. There is, <laughs> okay, No, that's exactly, I know this is a little
0: bit of a tangent. or I think next we'll talk about kind of what we wish we could see from Age of Empires in the future. But what they, on Two Towers, what they always remind me of is the Berserkers specifically. So in the Two Towers, PlayStation 2 video game. Oh my gosh. When you play the D part and the Berserker guys... Dude, they were there, hard. The part where are kicking down the ladders. Yeah, they were. Yep. Dude, really, they jump really up tough. the ladders and they vroom, boom, do a spin attack. Yeah, yeah and every time you saw them, you're like got this little like twinge of fear. So when I see them in the movie, I still have a little bit of that response <laughs> like, <laughs> where I'm like, uh oh, Video is PTSD. A little bit of PTSD, little, your eyes twitch a bit. Oh god. <laughs> but, <laughs> remember you going through like the tower. Yeah. Um, I figure what, like what so what's it, it like. begins. You go, go up <laughs> those begins. levels and like you're doing fine, doing good, and then you get to the one that's like three berserkers, and you're like, oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. like this is I can't combo, I can't, so yeah, but yeah, I a you know, it's like effect, OG,
1: right? like demon souls, like oh.
0: difficulty right there,
1: yeah, it's just uh, but I so I would like to see
0: from Adrian Empires I like the idea of like building a city and trading more, but I want it to be not like a main component like in civilization or right. like i like it i all i like how it's like a minimal addition to the game mm. and it's like something you can kind of do on the side it's not like oh you have to worry about it because i think as soon as you have to worry about it it's a whole nother game you have to think about i kind of yeah. like the simplicity of age empires it's like you have your units you have your civilizations
1: your bonuses
0: your bonuses you're good you know but yeah. like if you on top of that okay you have to also about your food, the taxes, the this, the that. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, for that's, me, that's a bit too immersive. You know, you have a game like yeah. Banished, which is like Age of Empires, but just no combat, and just you build, like, um, it's like towns to survive, like the seasons and stuff like that. And that's about, like, the survival and the food and whatever else. It's just that. It's not also... And also, defending against hordes of enemies and build walls and build right. this. And so... I kind of like having a balance in my games personally, but I would like to see a bit more of just trade. Like, oh, you can actually trade resources. You can actually trade. Right. Who knows? Hey, I can trade you these swords for bows. Like, you know, swordsmen for like archers or whatever that yeah. kind of thing. Who
1: knows? Or yeah. the fun thing about Age of Empires is like when you you're like, I don't want this guy to kill me. Donate some resources. Doesn't matter. It's not enough. Like, you know, like they don't tell you. Like you don't know. The AI, don't know. AI will not accept an offer
0: unless they offer it to you. And as soon as you don't accept, yeah. they're like, "You're dead to me." Yeah. Everyone get them. Yeah. No, but they, you can give them like
1: 500 food, and they're like, they'll yeah. still just start attacking. It's so fun. I
0: will say it's so it's so nice sometimes like being the person who f- focused on like getting gold early on because Charlie will be like, Jack, I'm low on gold. 3,000 gold or whatever, you know, to kind of stave them off. Because I also got, like, the relics or whatever Mm because I knocked those out early and that sort of thing. Or try as, like, okay, Jack, here's this, you know, 5,000 food or whatever. I'm like, okay, sick. Like, I can use that for my elephants. Yeah. Yeah. And so a little bit more immersive in that kind of way. Like, very basic but just kind of more intuitive, I think, would be kind of fun to see. See, I like what you say, Jack, because I do think a strength of Age of Empires is that you You like what I say? Yeah. (gasps) I do. I like it too. Oh my God. This is a that a strength of Age of Empires is that you can just pick up and play it, right? I played like a lot of other, like, I played like City Skylines, I played Civilization, a lot of me more like Sim city building games. Sure. And I really like those games a lot, but you always hit a point, and at least, sorry, you, me personally. You. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I always hit a point in those games where I'm like, I kind of just, listen to this is Age of Empires now, you know, where I get tired of the city building aspect, or I get yeah. tired of managing this or yeah. that, or something starts to break where like, I love City Skylines so much, but I had this problem when I was playing it, I think on PS4, where nobody was picking up dead bodies. I had all these places that, hey, I oh don't no, these guys are supposed to pick up the dead bodies and take them over. And but and they're not. They, they weren't. Yeah. And dead bodies were just piling up. And people are like getting upset. Yeah, I would eat. The Dude, the Frank's in the street dead. There's a disturbing yeah, amount the, of dead okay, bodies there. Here's the problem, right? Just in the
1: streets. Maybe we stay inside, honey.
0: So here's here's something I've discovered about myself with video games, right? So when you take a game, let's take it back to, I think, the most... The simplest example I can think of. It's a game like Dark Souls, right? Uh, Dark Souls does not explicitly tell you that you're missing anything when you play through it, right? You could play through that game and feel like you conquered and you beat the bosses and you got what you needed. You missed 90% of the
1: But then you missed out
0: on this storyline. You missed out on this enemy. You missed out on this whole secret location. And it's such a joy to come back. Opposite side, you have a game like Witcher 3. Another game that I think is a fantastic game, but it gives you all that information so you can see... Oh hey, I did miss this. Mm. I didn't do this quest. I didn't talk to that person. I didn't investigate that. Yeah, that kind of stuff overwhelms me. So when you when I think of a game like City Skylines, most people I bet probably could just ignore the unhappiness of dead bodies piling up, right? Sure. Yeah. You but know, me, any, I'm like real person like person I'm player. like I hate I hate neighbor. that I look over <laughs> this part of my city and I see that there are just frowny faces everywhere because people are sure. upset. I Maybe mean, there's some dead bodies I'm over like, here at the park. I hate it. I'm like, I just, I can't. I
1: can't, I can't stand do games it. like that, though. You know, like, they just bother you. Like Sims in general, stuff yeah. like that. Like, I think it's cool some parts of it, and I did play a lot of Sims One, so I'm not knocking it. But like, just the whole like, I don't care if you're unhappy. Like, I, you know, the video game for me, I'm I, happy. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like with Civ. There's nothing I like Civ. I've played it. I just have never felt like I get like the satisfaction that I get out of like building this like exactly. badass army in Age of yeah. Empires and just mulling an entire yeah. civilization. And it feels good when you get to that point. And but it also is like it's a war game. And so it does lack a lot of this like economic development. Like in the it sucks because it's there. You know, there's plenty of potential for mm-hmm. you to have more of a society, but at the end of the day, somebody has to get conquered. Everything is like just right. made to be destroyed right. in that game. Yeah, I mean, and so I think, sorry, no, go ahead. Jared. I think it'd be kind of fun also
0: to see an age of empires like you know expand more on like hey, like you can build like a city, so like, it'd be fun to have like in like a mm. like a city like on like. Kind of thing like Attack on Titan, almost, but like you have like a city, like in the inside, it's all nice. You have like your temples there. You have like ponds that you made, like your villagers can like construct ponds or gardens, that, sure. like more, like more like aesthetic things. And then on the outside, you have like your guards, you have like your barracks, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like that'd it's be exactly, kind of cool yeah. to do
1: that. Like you could like mold like a city. Yeah. Um Would you see this as more of like a PVE type of game, like like multiplayer? Or would I'd you- like to see
0: it kind of just as we play Empires, like local PvP. Because I, I'm not. I'm not really competitive with Age of Empires. I like giving yeah. Charlie time. I like giving yeah, sure. whoever time to like build up and then we clash in the middle and then she's like, Okay, I beat you there, and then I'm gonna go decimate your city. It's like, okay. Yeah. Tripoles, pulls his forces back, <laughs> recoup, we have another fight. Remember that one time we were fighting on like the frozen lake. Yeah, I do. And yeah. that was like we have like units of, like, you know <laughs> hundred slaughtering. Hundred fifty yeah. like units here, hundred here. and fifty here. In like I think Felix was playing with us. He has like hundred of his units, we all just clash in the middle and there's oh corpses gosh. everywhere. I mean it was <laughs> brutal yeah. but it was yeah. like super
1: cool and i was like that that kind of stuff is like really fun to do in that game um yeah but almost like uh, and i know this is like doesn't have anything to do with it but something like almost like minecraft okay like just picture this you have like a minecraft age of craft no. age of Empires, sort of like uh okay so you have a world maybe it's multiplayer maybe it's not right, right. but it's a vast world where you were able to say Set up spot, you know, whether you're the Mongols, whether you're the Brits, whatever. Begin, you know, that nomadic civilization and hopefully be in a starting area far enough to not incur, like, a lot of conflict at first. Besides maybe, like, bands of, like, you know, pillagers or something, like, similar. And then, you know, actually build a society and then, like, maybe that military stuff would come more late game where you would actually run into other either players or just, like, AI civilizations out there. That it was almost more of a continual game, like a Minecraft world you could have for years and years and years. And that's kind of like what I would almost see as being like a really cool way for Age of Empires to go. And I realize it's a totally different game, but it could still contain all of those like satisfying aspects of Age of Empires.
0: Well, and I wanted to build off what you said, Jack, about how like building an actual city. You know, I really like that idea. But I could see people being like, man, I don't want a place where this bench is going to go or where this pond is going to go. So what if you just had necessarily an option where, like, but you'd yeah. be like, hey, villagers, after, if you don't have anything to do, you're just going to, like, auto city build. And they'll just go around and start, like, just randomly generating. Yeah. They'll randomly generate, oh, hey, this is this Infrastructure This, this is the bakery. Well, it'd be so cool. Yeah, like, you, you could, could set all, like, that. Or if you wanted, you could be like, no, I'm going to build the bakery here. And then across yeah. from there is going to be the blacksmith. And it, then... You if just, the whole yeah. game was like, if that whole part was like optional though, that's why, like, as a whole, like, that's a lot of like programming and design to go into making it optional. But it'd be yeah. like, hey, like, yeah, you can like build like this really beautiful city. You can build it however you want. You can build, like I said, gardens. You can assign, like, these villagers have this yeah. house. These villagers have this house. And they can improve it or like make a garden for it or whatever. Yeah. But that to have it all just be like, eh, you can do that or you can just not. Just kind of play Asian of Empires how you like. Yeah. Or, yeah.
1: Just say there's I mean, another player that is only interested in getting their military up and running and finding people. Right. And destroying their societies before they can be built up. Yeah. Or like, I don't know if you ever played, did you ever play Far Cry Primal? mm
0: So it's, you know, it's Far Cry and you play as like Neanderthals and that sort of thing. Uh, Neanderthals, if you want to, whatever. <laughs> if you're British. Um, how Or if you want to say it properly, quote unquote, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I... Jack, I, I got to embarrass myself. So the name Michaela, um, I, I saw that name in Prey, and I was like, Mac- what? No. It, Mac- <laughs> I was like, Micah And I was like, how do you say this? And Jack was just cracking up. And I was like, look, I'm actually the worst person with names
1: because I
0: overthink it so much when it comes yeah. to names. I'm yeah. like, um, I would have never thought Michaela from that
1: name. I think that's probably a customer service like – Thing i think you might. maybe have that it's like because i've been in that situation where i don't know how to pronounce somebody's name that i'm talking to and it's really embarrassing like in the coffee shop and i'm supposed to be like calling out person's the person's name, name yeah and it's like uh,
0: Diane. you're like like you're you like know. milia and they're like malia yeah like, excuse <laughs> me or, yeah you, or like even like you I'm know like, you
1: excuse could... me we haven't met you yeah. know <laughs>
0: <laughs> like sorry Sorry, right, Jimmy. Oh, it's
1: Jimmy? Yeah. Because like, sometimes I would ask for their name, but other times with like Square now, like it yeah. just automatically like will print their name on the ticket. You yeah. know, so it's like it's not like they said it to me. Like I just have yeah. a name to read.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking, no what else. Age vampires needs, and this would require a did lot. I fi- Hold on, did I finish my thought? Where was I going with that? you? Didn't. But I'm just going to cut. I, it. I've already forgot what I was talking. Okay. about, So you're good. Yeah. one. Let's Empire's, move on. Age vampires <laughs> needs, and this would be. We're talking about maybe creating a whole other game as I gesture wildly with my hands. this is what we need Very wildly. <laughs> a whole but other game. Think about this. Think about being able to like almost... Presenting in a, an E3. Almost in a sense possess <laughs> E3. a unit so you could get like first person view into those battlefields. And you don't necessarily hmm. are going to live as this unit forever. But like, hey, so you're sending this huge line of horses. You got your top-down point of view, and you're like, I'm gonna spectate this guy. Yeah. to think of. You hop in, or like you, your you're commander, and then you're there. And I think then you, you can see... do that. Is it Rome Total War? Yeah, I think you can do that in that, but you can also do that in Tabs. Yeah, exactly. That's so kind of what I'm thinking. About. It is so fun. I was playing um, Tabs of the day. I had a hundred plus halflings <laughs> on one side, and then it was like versus like. 20 archers, you know, so I like going as one of the archers and just this wall of halflings coming at us and then (laughs) shooting arrows, and then you like (laughs) jump right and then you just over pile up on these poor guys. I think that would be kind of a fun aspect of it. Um, no, this is what was I saying? So, adding to like kind of the nomadic thing, if you're Mm. playing as like you can only go up to say like this, you know, the stone or feudal age, so you're always kind of like nomadic. But you can have like trade routes, you can have like little different like cities yeah. or towns, but they're all like interconnected and those can be like raided by like another team or like, another player or whatever. That's kind of more basically you know, stretching are we, are we out are we basically, AOE, like, or basically just saying that we want to be able to play Minecraft, but then the option to jump into Age of Empires to all of a sudden be like, okay. I started my base. Here's my home. Imagine Asian empires, but
1: Minecraft. Well, that's what I see. Like, like the Minecraft, like graphic visual or anything like that. I wasn't. It's was no, more like more just the style. open world, yeah. like setup, and the world. could can, can, but can see, continue. That's exactly what I'm know? saying.
0: Right. So like if it was Minecraft-esque, then you could be like, okay, I built my house exactly how I wanted. I collected 500 wood. Mm. Now I can make all these pre-built houses, and all of a sudden, step into Age of Empires mode, where now I build population, now I build sure. this town center. Yeah. this is like kind of just like go, top view. You can just go back and forth. This is like kind of an Age of Empires episode. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. What should we call this? One? So at that you can't point, go to no, Empire's but four. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Because at that point, do we just want? A game that's not Age of Empires. Yeah, right. Because w- isn't Age of Empires exactly what Michael said? A war game. <laughs> it's the the it's a the strategy game. Game. It is war the game. Age
1: of Empires. Yeah, and it's always been a strategy war game. Right. And let's talk about other RTSs for just a second. Oh, here. go for it. Warcraft. Starcraft, Warcraft, Supreme Commander. Mm. All of these games are pretty much the same right. in a lot of ways, right? I mean, you don't get any of this extra stuff we're talking about mm-hmm. where it's a long term civilization build. And I do wonder why that is sometimes, but you know, like Civ to me, I don't I don't vibe with it. Like, you know It yeah. So I would almost like yeah. to see like this weird marriage of like you know, like a long-term building society in a world. And it's like, yeah, like you can lose, like just like in like a hardcore Minecraft world, maybe, and it's over.
0: Like a realm server, but Age of Empires on like a grand scale. Yeah,
1: and and I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. But like Supreme Commander for me, I enjoy a lot, you know, just because it kind of expands on this like RTS thing from like just base infantry and kind of diversifies into like the aerial well, and uh, then Supreme stuff. Commander,
0: I think, has the same pull for me that Age of Empires does, where it's very satisfying to make your little base, your yeah. empire. it but feels it's good. Like six times as worse to lose it. Oh, and Supreme yeah. Commander! I tell you what, man, it—I was so mad that I almost—it's difficult from artillery strikes, but I just couldn't see how like close I yeah. was to
1: beating it. Um, and like the mass and energy balancing can be—that's yeah, so confusing. Strange. I need to Run the tutorial well, or something. And it's
0: just Supreme Commander has. The the thing where like you get bonuses by linking your buildings. Together. Right, you got
1: to bu- put your but, power generators in a certain way. Like you
0: get artillery striked in one of your linked bases, and they all go off, and it's like, okay, is it actually worth it if they end up just getting destroyed in a single line by one artillery? Get your shield game system? up, son. Well, then you get your shield game up, <laughs> and you realize that you have to have eighty shields to protect against like a barrage. Oh, I need more
1: power. <laughs> yeah, <then they're> like, artillery. <laughs> then
0: like you guys, oh, a shields are getting hit, each hit like drains power and, and if then that while it goes paying, off for a second they <laughs> flicker off and you're like and then while you're paying attention to yeah. that you suddenly hear nuclear launch and, yep. it, and you're like oh my god what is that? which <laughs> brings
1: us back to like it's a strategy war right. game somebody has to lose somebody has to get blown right. up right and so that's kind of like like so all those why, games share that that's why i think if we kind of synthesize some of our ideas here i
0: really do like jack's idea of Having almost like a modular city builder game within Age of Empires. I think that would fit really well. Kind of fit in with like the, hey, you can design, or hey, you can Mm -hmm. set this to just random to where it'll just kind of happen. Kind of like how you were talking with Age of Empires, how the roads will form and form. Yeah. But, like, on a little bit of a more detailed scale. Kind of intuitive, or, like, villagers,
1: like, would just do... Or find something useful to do. It could be as easy
0: as, like, hey, if you want to get real fine detail, you can go into the tax system and say, hey, this guy's or tax this. Or you could just pick an overarching option, like, hey, military focus. Okay. I think... um, (laughs) Economy focus. Yes. Mm. I know this is Age of Empires episode, but I think a game we should check out again is that Anno, like, however, like, whatever year. But that's the game that, like... Do you remember like building like, into the mountain to get like oars and like you have like certain buildings to get like tobacco? Do you remember that game? I think I do. I'll just show what, you a that picture because I have it on Steam. Um, no, I have it on Ubisoft. Hmm. But like that's a game that's it's much more focused around like building a civilization. But I don't know if there's combat in it actually. And see, that's the part, Asian Prize that I don't want to lose. Like, yeah, that is, yeah, because uh... I like the. The way combat happens in Age of Empires, I think, is, like, really yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless, like, your main base is being, like, raided by, like, tons of enemies, like, you can bounce back usually. That's Which is true. super nice. So, another thing I'd like to add. What? To keep this Age of Empires related. Yes, yeah, so we're at uh, an hour and 15. Dang. Another
1: wow. thing I'd like to add to keep
0: this Age of Empires related is kind of that idea. What do you guys think? If this would fit. Of uh, Age of Empires 5 comes out. You got extra city building content, Mm. whatever. Hell yeah! But (laughs) what about an almost gambit job-like system that you could set for units to take away Mm. some of that Mm. micro, you know, control that you have to have over your units? exactly what I said in the beginning. That's what I'm saying. I'm bringing it back. Like, what do we think about that? Like, how about... Do you think... That would destroy the balance of the game too much to say, hey, I have this group of horsemen, this control group one. So that's the same. We already have that. But these horsemen are specifically going to attack archers. Yeah. I think it would be kind of be fun to have more. So they want to attack. There might be a way to do this. There might be. I don't even know. I (laughs) don't even know.
1: I I don't know. I haven't played four yet. But But I'm sure it's more complicated than I want.
0: Like it would be kind of fun to have like more. Like more units that kind of might have that job. So, like, their AI is made to where they're okay. Meant so, you to. just summon a unit, they're and just like intuitive. Just, yeah, the like the, these unit. are <laughs> these are like the horse archers. I don't know what you call them, but you know, these guys that go in and get those units that are like out, like
1: they're oh, probably they're, gonna shy away from the pikemen type. Yeah, of thing. they'll, they'll yeah. they won't go
0: towards infantrymen, but they'll go after like you know. The archers that are kind of but does
1: that make it too easy? That's like the other right. question. And I that's asked. the thing like, that I take don't... away the
0: skill, the this the skill ceiling. It probably for would. Who for... Are good at doing that. Yeah, because then all would. of a sudden you're you're making does it ruin it the game for them? It might just yeah. make yeah. the game easier for me. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably, probably we're just babies. So. But
1: I, I mean, I do like that idea a lot of just more yeah. intuitive AI. But I mean, you just get into that whole like it takes more and more the whole hardware. hardware you know, yeah, to support that,
0: but. and of course. I mean, and saying all of this, everyone out there knows, I'm not a game developer. I don't actually... Otherwise, I'm not a gamer. I, I don't know how to, like, make games. So, like, yeah. I can say all these things, but the reality of it is that, like, something like that maybe in the works, or maybe it exists in some other game out there, some other indie maybe game. Maybe it's a mod. Maybe it's a mod.
1: Who I mean, knows? don't get it twisted. I'm sure all of us here love if Age didn't. of Empires. Yeah. All of the games that we've played of Age of Empires in some way, shape, or form I enjoyed one, two, and three a lot. Not equally, maybe, but like <laughs> two. Like, I spent way more time playing two than one. But one was like, I mean, that's what got me into it. That's the, the music, groundwork. you know, the villager voices. Like, oh,
0: dude, the music is so... I was going to say, so we need to take a second to talk yeah. and talk about the music. Yeah. I will say, Ancient Empires, like, the first one has such a good soundtrack. And then the second one, I believe they actually had instruments. It wasn't just like, like one or two guys yeah. on the keyboard. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, uh, Jack and I will be playing Asian Empires too. And then like... We'll Be going on, and we're like, Man, that guy's just going ham on the bongos,
1: yeah, just like... yeah, yeah. Once the music kicks Dude. in, so I was gonna ask you, Age of Empires IV, how's, how's the music, the music in that one? It is good, uh, it is mostly homage to like the original okay. music from the th- first like, couple revamped, of games. Some of like... it is a little bit revamped, but I mean, you got the classic like, like intro, like you know, you get all that. So four um,
0: sounds kind of like a love letter to two in a way. Cause I know it is
1: a love letter to two. It is for age of empires fans. And it just has just a lot of improvements in a lot of ways. No. I'm sure there are things about it that people don't like. And I've heard uh maybe one or two complaints that I can't think of off the top of my head, but you know, I've only put, you know, so many hours into it. So I wish I had more on that, but I've enjoyed well, it.
0: it's something that I might definitely invest in here soon. I'm, i I kind of want to get back into age of empires, but they just are longer games, yeah. but You'll appreciate it. Say if we have a game together, the three of us are playing instead of Minecraft, we can save it, come back to it later,
1: like a one shot, basically. Yeah. Age of Empires. So. Yeah. No, I would be more than willing uh, anytime. Maybe maybe tonight. Maybe. Everyone. I have to. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. It's going to take me about a week to get downstairs. So just. (laughs) Oh, so yeah. So maybe next week. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) everyone. Everyone. Unless uh, either Jack or Michael has more to say about it No, Pirates. I mean,
1: thank you guys for letting me on. Um, are you guys doing recommendations this week?
0: Oh, so, yeah, I was going to do recommendations. Yeah, and you then know if it? you guys wanted, if we wanted to go a little bit longer, I was going to just throw in a little bit of a tangent. I was just going to ask you what games you guys are looking forward to, if there's anything out there. But yeah. I guess sure. we can kind of rope that into recommendations. That's what I would say. So, yeah. Michael, we'll start with you, unless you don't want to go first. But yeah. recommendations, things you're looking forward to, things you've been hyped about you're enjoying now
1: um i mean the big one for me is i really just want to get a playstation 5 this year at a reasonable price because yes. I'm, I'm missing out on a lot of games that i know you guys enjoy and i've been wanting to try um you know and, and that sucks but you know it'll happen but uh, elden Dude. ring is the one that i really am looking forward to yeah I can't wait uh, to see it, but at the same time, like I have a lot of catching up to do when I get a For PlayStation. Sure. So. Dude, could
0: you imagine if Michael got PS Five and was like, "Hey, Chuck, I figured I'd down some Warzone since so you talked about, it, and like really got into Warzone." <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine? I'd really doubt Lindsay it, but that would, would, would hate be, it. I'd <laughs> be. I got. I have to second you on Elden Ring, man. I that game looks awesome. It does look pretty yeah, cool.
1: but it just makes me sad that I'm not gonna maybe be able to play it right when it comes out. But I'll get I mean, there. It, so it's coming on PlayStation Four.
0: I will what, say next though, month,
1: yeah, next month, so February. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, I will say that I do want to play it on PlayStation Five. Like that is something. So I... So do you think yeah. you'll wait? Probably because I guess as I've gotten older, it's not. I'm not so concerned with playing it right when it comes out. The only reason I get concerned with that is because like a lot of the content I follow online will focus on that. Sure, and there'll be a lot where I'm like, I don't want
1: any spoilers. I have to skip
0: this video. Yeah, well, this content. I, this guy collection will do an episode on it. So you I'm know, I mean, sure. this guy I really like. He did an episode on it. I can't watch that because yeah. I know I would really enjoy his video. I enjoy all his videos, but You wanna you wanna play it for yourself? Yeah, I'm because I'm very much the first first time playing any Souls game, I'm like, I need to go in blind. I like, guess, just, you I'm have to go in
1: blind. I yeah. need to play
0: it, go through blind, play through once, beat the game once, and then that's when you go back through and you're like, Okay, what I miss? Yeah. And there's a lot I missed in three.
1: As far as like other recommendations. Dark Souls 3, not all these are going to be games or anything, but um, just make sure you say what it is. (laughs) The game I have been playing uh, elite dangerous. I've been really enjoying, um, you know, haven't played long enough to, to recommend it too hard or push it too hard. But if you enjoy like space games of any kind, like it's a space flight simulator, but there's a lot to do in this game as far as, you know, like upgrading your ship and doing different missions. And it's really fun. Uh, uh, a game that I've been enjoying. Um, and as far as books go, if you haven't read it yet, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's one of the top novels in the country right now, but uh, Manilica, you should really uh, check this one out. Yeah, I've
0: been hearing a lot about Manilica.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is just a great world, uh, really well put together. I would love to meet that writer uh, someday. Me too. Um, I'm sure he's an interesting person. Very. Um, and then I have a music recommendation. Heck no. yeah. Um the band that I went to go see before I got sick, uh, before <laughs> Christmas, uh, they're called Krungbin. Okay. Um, which okay. is Thai for airplane. Okay. So, uh, you know, K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N is how it's spelled. But they are mostly instrumental, um, kind of uh, like sight groove, um, just an incredible band. Uh, it's a trio you know, you got Laura on the bass, you got uh, the dude on the guitar and the drums, and they're just, they vibe they together. They kind of vibe out? Yeah, and it's really, really good music. Some of it reminds me of, like, almost Stardew Valley. Some okay. of it reminds me of, like... okay. I mean, it is, like, not what you, you would expect, but everybody that has heard, like, me playing it on my speaker is like, who is that? Like, I, I like that, you know? I'm so sure I got
0: that more with my music.
1: Yeah, check it out. If you really want, like, uh, an album uh, to start with, uh, The Universe Smiles Upon You is a good one. Okay. So, there's a, a band, I mean, do they, so they have this song, Little Big Planet, Atlas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Battles... That band, they don't always have vocals in their songs. Um, but they have some great instrumental tracks, man. Like all mm. a lot of the earlier works and some of their most of the newer works are instrumental. But like just some really good what they I think they're like math rock or whatever. Just like okay. some really good like some grooves in there, some just, like, just really
1: ambient cool I don't know stuff. If I've in heard there. anything besides like I'll, maybe I'll that to, one song. I might
0: show you some after we record. But
1: Yeah, yeah. are you doing with your recommendations? Yeah, no, that's that's what I got for you guys. I thought it would be good to hit like a game. You know, uh, music and yeah, anyway. mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of, course, of course. All right,
1: Jack. So recommendations. So I don't really have much
0: in the way of anything but music. I've been getting into this. It's another Japanese band. They're called Lynch. Um, mm. Yeah, they're and their album Gallows came out in twenty fourteen is like really good. And their their whole thing is combining heavy music with like very like you know like a yeah. very like pretty melodies basically is how they put it i'd probably to the actual phrasing but something like that and they're just like really solid band i'd, I'd recommend them check oh, out cool. their album
1: gallows is super nice. good yeah. i mean
0: i'd be a bit too heavy for you guys because i know you guys are kind of out of that scene
1: now but uh yeah, i mean i still mess around with like kardashev or you know stuff like that uh yeah no i can yeah. still vibe on it
0: yeah yeah okay that's all i got Charlie, you got anything Oh. That's the end of the episode. Okay. <laughs> Boy, do I got anything. Well, <laughs> so since we're kind of doing recommendations, things we're into, I the, the writing I've been doing lately, I've been... Kind of doing a combination of things. I've been working on just a couple of, like, random short stories because I want to do another audio one. Because the, what, I did the second Gods and then the Woodsman. fantastic. Which I really enjoy doing
1: those, and I feel like that's a good way to, an easy way to get work out there. I feel like the Woodsman has been kind of slept on. I feel like it has been, too. Like, I I really liked it a lot. I even gave it a second listen, and Lindsay really liked it, too. And I was like, man, I feel like nobody else has talked about the Discord.
0: What Um, I like about, you know... The Second Gods. The Second Gods is definitely something that's with like real stuff. I'm into cosmic mythology, just like mm. weird, you know. I mean, my favorite part of that story is when the spoilers, but the the Second Gods themselves. One of the head ones, Lantia, talks about what happens the, in the first moments when they create their new reality, and they're these like other
1: beings and intelligences.
0: Yeah, out they're there that like, like outside. They like turn them mad, and
1: they're them. just like scared and yeah, trying to like run and, and go I, I love that part, you know. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs>
0: and so with the Woodsman, I was like, you know, I want to do a really down to earth one. Yeah.
1: I got like a horror
0: one plan that's like a more real life, down to real life or real life-esque. Nice. But I've been primarily working on I think what will what I'm really planning on being the final draft of Manelica. And oh. I So in reading a lot of, you know, Tolkien recently. Of course, I've recommended it several times, but um, Andy Serkis is an unabridged version of Lord of the Rings, which is awesome. Listen to that. Just watching some YouTube videos about, you know, some extended mythology, some early and stuff. And I'm like, man, he, what a master. Like, It's actually unreal. What just, just this absolute genius when it came to just fleshing out this world. And so for me, I was like, you know, I think what I need to do is kind of just pull a token and start from the beginning. And so I'm basically I don't know if this will actually make its way into Manelica as the book, but maybe like an appendices, but like I've been trying to basically just write my own Cimmerillion. You know the very start of yeah. time history and then trace that all the way back so I myself can have a better understanding of some things that are happening, in sure.
1: World. Yeah, and a reference point to always in a reference to. point. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's incredible, the scholars especially incredible. when you you know. And Michael will know this when we start getting to things like the verses and semi worlds and like really deep into that, those are some aspects of the story that I'm really into, but I don't feel like they're displayed the best because they're just complex
1: ideas. It is like tough to wrap your head around some of those concepts until you're about a third of the way through the book and like you've gotten enough description to really start to understand like what like Venralia is and like how it works in this world you know like for sure but I you know I'm not going to spoil it for you guys you got to read it for yourself but yeah that's
0: because that's and I love what I love what you said there Michael because that's kind of like the idea I had with Manelica is that I want it to be one of those books that when you first read it you're like what is going on Mm -hmm. and then by the more you read it and the more you get into the world it frames your reference in a specific way to where you're like okay I get it, you yeah. know. I've heard about this enough. I've heard about it from different people and it seems to like I can kind of make these links and connections in my head. I mean, my my nerdiest aspiration, right, is I want to be to the point one day where if somebody's like makes a YouTube channel, they're like, "Well, in this passage, we can read the line here." No, and it yeah. says the this. video titled Exploring Manila and the, <laughs> the depths which, you know, and you're like, you know, Charlie's like, "No, no boy." <laughs>
1: It's because, the exploring series guy from right. exploring the SCP universe. Oh, like, exactly. <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> like a 10-hour dive. He has those Dark
0: Souls videos. Yeah. He's like, I came across his book the other day. <laughs> right. But so that's what I'm working on, you know, not being doing as much writing as I would like. I feel like work is kind of sucking a lot of that more creative energy from me to where I'm like, man, I just want to like chill. And usually mm-hmm. me chilling is me playing Minecraft and zoning out because I – I can tell. It's all you're on a Yeah, board. with me playing Minecraft, it's just like, I'm like, hey, I can just chill. I can just relax. Mm-hmm. I don't even really have to pay that close attention. I can go through the motions. And it's really satisfying.
1: That's why I've been vibing on it, too. And ever since the Minecraft episode, I've been on kind of that kick. And I did fall out of it. We both did kind yeah. of for like maybe a month. But, I mean, it's just this, like, nice thing to get back to where, like, a true sandbox game that is just like. There's something like, about it. I don't got to worry. There's something about it. It's kind of like the sandbox game. Yeah, and it hits different now with these new updates and then we've been kind of playing around with, with the mods. The mods and... I
0: will say with this caves thing and also like it's a mountains, it's hard to find villages that are like on a flat plane. It
1: kind of is. The villages are a little wonky. Like sometimes, we came but... across
0: this one in our world. I'm just like, Here's, like, the Who church. Who let this
1: generate? Yeah, here's the
0: church. Your houses. But, like, it's, like, drop down, drop yeah. down, drop down, drop. And it's, like, halfway in a mountain. Yeah. And you're, yeah. like, so you're digging. Oh, there's, like, a fence in the mountain. And you're, like, I... <laughs> that's true. And so it's it's a little... That's probably the aspect I don't like. But the off, the offset of that is you have these super cool, like... Tall spires that think these Gorgeous. holes in them, and it's just—it's really. I mean, there cool. are some I into the some of earth it. that you like come across, and
1: you look down, and you're like, "Oh, you my see God. the lava." Yeah. Like, I mean, and it goes deeper than that, even. yeah. And so it, it yeah. really has brought this like new life to Minecraft. Well, it's even like me. you have like you can be going down a
0: cave, and it gets like super thin, like it's just like too tall, and you're just like, yeah. going down. Those down, are weird. Yeah, and then, like it goes up and then down again, like opens up like this huge giant island. cavern. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, cool and then there's like lakes of lava and or like water lakes. Yeah anyways but that's the episode all about adrian Empires. yeah man jack wants to wrap it up here so i guess i we'll will say I mod packs
1: did make me appreciate vanilla more i'm kind of getting back more i into totally agree
0: like there is i really like mod packs a lot but it's vanilla i understand that like with vanilla there's like a very specific balance that they have and it's it's pretty good there is it's, it is it and works. mod packs do break it which i think is good Yeah, but like, there's this balance in there that I'm like, wow, it's very, it's like, especially with the enchantments. Oh yeah, like you start to see why they don't let you just pick your enchantments or yeah, (laughs) or why they don't let you disenchant things.
1: Thank you guys so much for letting me come on again. It's been a while, but it's been great to kind of get with you again and talk about one of our favorite games. You know, from when we were kids. It's really cool. you know,
0: maybe we can have you on in another episode in the future. Hopefully sooner than maybe. the anime one. Again, but... remember
1: the travel time is... Uh, yeah, so it's we'll vast. To, we'll have to plan in advance. Unless but, you um, guys are going to uh, let you know, you out. give me my components so I can do my, my teleportation circles, then I, I might be able to finagle an
0: earlier episode. What is this, like Full Metal Alchemist, your components? and it doesn't Oh, it's
1: actually. a little... Uh, listen. It reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist. Again, but... reality is weird here. It a lot weird. of uh, yes. things intersect. In the collection. But, yeah. And what is real anyway?
0: Yes, as as I look up at the spire that's hundreds of feet tall and fades into nothing, I look up (laughs) the monolith, just a floating like orb. It's just the you know like the creepy choir vocals from Twenty One or what? Two thousand One: Space Odyssey, (laughs) or it's, like that episode of SpongeBob where he like he's he's putting it together like the sticks and the fire, and he's like. Oh, um, yeah. um. Anyways, everyone, thank you <laughs> so much for listening to this episode of the Racketeer Collection. All about Age of Empires. Thank and you, Jack. Nothing. And Thanks. a bunch of other stuff. R- really a bunch Dude, of stuff. That's, we're like, that's, that's a, what we're all about. We're like a real <laughs> tangenty on all of our That's copies. fine. I... I I
1: appreciate that. I I mean, how boring would it be to just listen to Age of Empires like this one? (laughs) That's what what I'll
0: say is that like I do appreciate the more focused podcasts. However, I like the idea that we're tangenty enough to where if somebody's like, oh, I could like this Age of Empires episode, even if I don't have any idea what Age of Empires is. Yeah, because they can be attached to us.
1: Yeah, I mean, some people might find that game boring as all hell, you know. But I think it's fun. And Michael, thank you for joining us. Thank no, you for of venturing up from the
0: dungeon. We'll probably give your components back, you know, so we can have you on again. Yeah, sooner, I rather mean, than later, it's just convenient. Yeah,
1: you know, but I don't mind the workout. So yeah.
0: But if you love what we do over here at the Rack and Tier Collection, you can check us out Facebook, Spotify, Instagram. We'll usually post updates on there. Um, if not, I mean, honestly, right now that's just the way to contact us. Yes. If yes, you really yes. love what we do, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, right now. That money is just being saved up, I'll be honest with you. It's just being yeah. saved up, and it is really going towards creating a little bit better of a space. Getting something like, you know, is I don't know if this is the right term, Jack, but like a vocoder to actually plug in all USB. Because right, vocoder. Now, <laughs> cause right now, the way we're recording this is really have three USB mics plugged up into Jack's laptop to Which, record, yeah. all on the same channel for Audacity. So if you want an idea mm. of how this podcast is being... Done. Want to take Very a professionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really the best of the best. Top tier. Here you go. This is a memory I hear in the making. But, uh, <sighs> you know, I think it sounds good. And Jack's taking a picture right now. Hey, there we go. Wow. Memories. They're important. All of you listeners, were don't forget here. yours. You know what, you, you know what i to think of? The, the album, C4 and 8, I really like the album. The. What was it. Um, Minor Things seem
1: like. Is This the first one. It's the one with Life the Life-changing moments. Life-changing moments Life seen minor moments, pictures. Yeah. There we
0: go. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> well, I was easily see out. He, can't. he tries all about Steve Warren, but he just let me Doesn't you know, wither the on the vine over here. I do like I, like. I do like watching people just hang themselves. You know. Oh my god. That's more specifically, right. more specifically End referenced to. Uh, I mean, he has a new channel now. I think it's just called Channel 5, but the all gas, no brakes guy. Oh, right? uh, Andrew what he, Callaghan. That's what he does <laughs> is he just, like, lets people hang themselves. And it's it is so
1: so horrifying, great. but then so deeply amusing. It's like, so great. If you want to watch a guy, like, just, like, a white trash <laughs> so dude, light like, a hundred blunts and then swallow and them. And eat them. <laughs> well, yeah. 20. Yeah, go go watch that. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he's funny. He goes um, to all, like, the yeah. QAnon conferences.
0: He, and stuff. he interviewed the QAnon shaman or whatever. Yeah. Like, I was talking about, like, I started doing all these, like, these drugs, and I just had these images and these pictures in my head of like no shit and i'm like <laughs> this guy's like insane like, oh my god and, he and was that's like, what's so good is because he doesn't really say anything he's like okay why do you think that he's like hmm interesting so I, when you did
1: all of that i like his we, one with crit mac uh keep it 55th straight son like yeah it's good it gonna see all right cuz <laughs> anyways guys
0: like i was saying thank you so much for watching we really appreciate watching. it and um listening watching
1: if you've been watching us, I'm. <laughs>
0: I'm a little worried. Anyway, all right, guys, that's gonna be it. Thank you. Uh, Bye. Peace out. All right. Bye. See Goodbye. You. See you. Goodbye. Music.
1: Bye.